0: What's going on, family? It's your man, Gerard Bonner of Bonner Bonnerfied Radio, and this is On Course with Hart Ramsey, and we call these sessions Heart to Heart. It's your opportunity to hear the heart of God by way of the man of God, and of course, that's Pastor Hart Ramsey. Pastor Hart, how are you, sir? Hey, I'm doing well, Gerard. How you doing? I am well. Okay, so we have... A few things we're going to try to get to. We'll see how this works. I want to start with the smoking gun, (laughs) as many may be calling her these days, Omarosa. (laughs) So for those who don't know, Omarosa, of course, earlier this year was fired from the White House, though on her initial tour, she said she was choosing to leave. But we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later. At any rate, she did make a promise during an interview with ABC that uh, she'd pretty much tell all in her new book. Well, her new book, Unhinged, is out, and she's done a couple of interviews already with NBC outlets, Meet the Press, and Today, and they've both been very interesting. So let's first get into this. these allegations coming from Omarosa. Let's just start here do we believe her with the things that she said in terms of Donald Trump being a racist? Her having heard him use the N word, um, and a few other things that she has said. Do we believe her?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I, I I'll say I
1: believe, but here's the thing: <laughs> <laughs> we have to establish Gerard that she is self-serving. Yes. That 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 none of this is about. Um, getting to the bottom of issues. None of this is about the good of the people or the good of the nation Or just her even having a change of heart or cleansing her soul. This is about two things. Number one, it's about money and number two, it's about revenge mm. And and the, the issue with that, the, the disturbing part of that is that um, When you start doing that then although what she's saying is true mm-hmm. Um we don't, you know. She's been known to to. She she lied before. Yes. She sat in a a lengthy interview and and sung the praises of a man that she knew to be a horrible human being. Right. Um. You know he has no manners. He has you. You know I I, I don't want to go over this with and I, mm-hmm. but she so so she talked. She says one thing and then now she's saying another thing based on. The fact that she feels scorned or wounded or discarded or whatever, and so whether or not she's telling the truth, I think is one of the the least of, of what we should consider. Um, I believe that it's partially true. I, I think there's. I think she's um, she's making it say what needs to be said to be most damaging. Okay. What, what do you think?
0: <laughs> you know, it, it's it's funny. I. I don't know. Lately, I've just been seeing, I think, a lot of people ensnared by their own words. Yeah. So, you know, watching, you know, the Today interview where she says he's a racist, but then they played back her old ABC interview at the top of the year where she said, no, he's not a racist. He's racial. Mm. Um, You know, and I was like, wait, wait, wait. How do we go from, you know, a man that you've known for 15 years you would think you'd be able to be able to definitively say he's a racist. Then you also go to you remember that video that came out last year where she was saying everyone was going to bow yep. to Donald Trump. Yep. And now she's saying, hey, he's unfit to run this country. So, you know, the, the the initial question I had is if, you know, because she said that everybody in that administration lies on a daily basis, if you know that he's a liar, why did you continue to work for him for a year? So part of my concern is some of the things that she's saying resonates with things that we have pretty much guessed, but to do a complete 180 doesn't exactly seem authentic.
1: Right, right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and so I don't know how or what we do with it. To be com- completely honest, I mean, her entire career has all been based on what she's done with Donald Trump, um, and so I, 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 you know what? I don't even know if this little war between uh, the White House and Anamarosa is even real.
1: Hmm, that's that's a good perspective. This is what I think as it relates to just the whole setup of this thing. Mm-hmm. What Donald Trump took into the White House Is a crime syndicate
0: <laughs> Right
1: I mean he took in He took in people who are not Experts or even um, Experienced in any Way with government For the most part the people around him they Some may have a legal background Some may have a, a public relations background Or even mm-hmm. you know whatever background Television whatever But very few have a, have a, a, a governmental background What we're seeing to me is it's how these things come apart there's no there's no honor among among thieves and so what you're seeing is is this is, is just a lack of honor and then then the mm-hmm. fact that he called it this morning a dog
0: right you know and then of
1: course you have people um the, the 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 religious people are saying well you know uh well you know in the bible jesus called a woman a dog and 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 paul did say in philippians 3 and 2 to beware of dogs and 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 i, I think you, know, you have to understand that that yeah it's, it's a it's a term of of um of disrespect Is a, a yes but but i think that was what that didn't play well with me because this seems to be again here he is speaking ill of a black person and amarosa um is one of the people it remind me of oj back in the day Right. You, know, you get to a certain place and you forget you're black she is exactly. black and 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 the fact that she was uh, stumping for him and surrogating for him like that like um like pastor or Daryl scholar that thing that they're doing is is first of all, first of all it's unnecessary it's unnecessary right. for you to tell us what kind of person he is because the bible says from the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks and so we listen right. mm-hmm. to him long enough and we have we know what kind of person he is mm-hmm um. Right now, I think for Amarosa the book deal was worth what? How, how much money did she make for the book deal?
0: Uh, I'm sure it was quite a bit. Yeah,
1: she it was. It had to be seven figures. Uh, she made. Mm-hmm. She she made, She has a good book deal. Um, it made her a millionaire. Um. Um, it's pro- probably with the royalties the people who like that kind of fodder will buy the book it'll, it'll be a right. top she's be- being paid for the interviews and so i think in her mind she's a survivor she's doing what she has to do to keep the conversation going um unfortunately for donald trump is that he brought her inside so that made her an insider the crazy right. part is you know he hired her four times He sure did. He hired her four times, so so for him to say that she's a low life and she this and she's that, it says more about him than it says about her, because he hired her four times. That means he saw some value in her. She brought something to the table. And let me Mm -hmm. add this. What's scary to me is that the President of the United States said all these disparaging things about this woman, and then when asked why he kept her on, he says she said nice things about me.
0: Right. That is scary. You know, this this leads to an interesting thing. There's a story out that says that in her book, uh, he claims that, or excuse me, she claims that Donald Trump wanted to get sworn in on his book, The Art of the Deal, instead of being sworn in on the Bible at his inauguration. (laughs) I believe that. I do believe (laughs) that. I absolutely believe that. So here's my question, Um, kind of taking a larger view of this. Wouldn't you imagine that he would be more careful in how he deals with someone who tends to know a lot of his secrets?
1: Well, Gerard, we both have seen that that this man is not rational. Right. Um He he's so arrogant and so narcissistic and e- egotistical. They're probably synonyms. Um, but um, he he doesn't think he, he thinks he's untouchable.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, yeah.
1: as a candidate, he said. He actually said he could stand in the middle of Manhattan and shoot someone in the street and he won't lose followers. He sure did. He has a certain, his base are people who um, were willing to kill uh, Obama saying he was a communist. And then they turn around and it's being proven more and more every day that there is some collusion or some cooperation with Russia in the 2016 elections. And the people are now saying they prefer to be partners with Russia than to be partners with the Democrats. Right. So, so you you are just seeing is this is not just a following. This is a cult following, and so so this guy. I don't think that he, with his base, there there are very few things that he could do, to 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 actually tarnish who he is. They they don't care about who he is. What they care about is what he's promising. You know, um, uh, I don't even saw the interview where they were asking some of the followers about this um space force. Okay. okay, and they was there because they were all chanting space force, space force at, at his last rally, and so right. an interviewer asked them what space force was, and they came to the person, they had no idea. It was wow. the, it's the, It was the saddest thing. Um, Donald Trump, like I, I looked at the uh, another thing we could add to this is Paul Manafort. I, I don't know if you saw this, mm-hmm. but but um, what the the case against Manafort started officially what a week ago, two weeks ago, right? right. the the, uh, the defense rested what Monday. Okay. Today, today is what, Tuesday, mm-hmm. uh, and, and uh, this is crazy. Um, at 1153 this morning, uh, um, the prosecutor rested, I'm sorry, and now the defense rested at 1153 this morning without even putting on a case. Wow. The, de- the defense did not present a case, which means there's a plea bargain in play.
0: My goodness!
1: But 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 um, but not, uh, he will come on. And he will rant. And he will rave. But I think he has faith in his ability to spin everything. So he sends people. His surrogates go out with, with certain messages. At first, it was mm-hmm. it was no collusion, no collusion. And then, um, when I guess something, they learned something that the public didn't know. Then they all came out saying collusion is not a crime. Right. So so he he has faith in the systems that he put in place, and he thinks he's untouchable. But. With all the people that are being um all the, the his former insiders that are now turning against him mm-hmm. it 's only a matter of time
0: yeah yeah it's it's a matter of time and so let me ask this because i 've seen people the 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 thought right now in many circles is could Omarosa be the smoking gun? could she have the Information necessary to ultimately bring down the Trump presidency.
1: Yeah, yeah here's my problem with um, Omarosa being a smoking gun Um, it's just you can't just bring him down with information. There's so much information out there about him It has to be information plus credibility mm. And that's what that's why he's afraid of, of Paul Mueller because Mueller has credibility Right. And so right. And, and, and try as he may, he's tried so many things to, to to bait Mueller into some kind of um verbal dispute in public because he likes to win his cases in the court of public opinion. Right. And so, what's going on with him now, Gerard? Is that um, he's saying all these things, and Mueller is not answering at all. He says nothing. That's, that mm-hmm. scares Trump because he's accustomed to being in charge of the fight. He's in charge of the way the thing is going to go down. Um, Omarosa, right now, she's on the offensive. He's saying little things. I mean, he's you know he called her dog. He called her low life. He called her different things. He's doing his. He's doing his. What he always does is nothing new. Right. Right. She lacks credibility. She lacks credibility. If Omarosa was a likable person, yes, she' would have been a smoking gun. She will say things that, that they will play just like a tabloid plays. Right. She, to me she's on the on the same level as that access Hollywood tape. Wow, yeah, because because wow. uh, you know she is I mean because what what she's saying is damning, but but the fact of the matter is um it, it's not enough. He, he's that, mm-hmm. de- you know, I gonna say this for all the people that's listening to the podcast who are who are, are um, spiritual people who, who who love God, who understand spiritual things. Um, th- th- he is he is in the presidential office. And I'm just going to blow you away mm-hmm. as a, he, he represents a closed door. He he he's hmm. he, he. This is Donald Trump is God closing the door on America, um, on um, putting up a roadblock, saying you don't go any further in your influence because you've turned on me. That I believe that, but wow. so so from the on the one hand that he represents a closed door. On the other hand, he represents um the hand of the enemy because what he's doing, what Donald Trump has done, is that he's 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 actually baited. Um, the, the right, the, the religious right, into a partnership that, that it has demonic overtones. And so now the people that don't know the Lord, the people who are outside looking in of spiritual things, the people who need to be saved, the unchurched, the agnostic, the atheist, they're looking at this and they're saying, aha, that's exactly what we thought. They're only in it for themselves. He, he represents a demonic influence in the United States and from the one hand, and on the other hand, as I said, a closed door from the Lord. And that's important wow. so so I said all that to say that no regular person no regular thing is going to take him down till God gets finished with him he's being used by the Lord right I'm telling you wow because wow. think about it you know I was I was joking with my wife the other day and I, I, I don't mm-hmm. know if I've ever if mentioned this on a podcast before but I've been alive for ten presidents mm-hmm. really listen I've, I've, that did the math is scary I'm old listen <laughs> <laughs> When, you know I was born in 61 okay Kennedy was killed in 63 right so Kennedy, so in my lifetime start with Kennedy you count your way up there have been 10 presidents
0: holy cow
1: yeah and and, and as a kid I was well, I, I, my first memories clear memories of of social and public things was about 5 years old and at 5 years old I mean, coming up as a young kid, I remember the Nixon story. I wasn't into politics, you know, but I remember Nixon. That was the big thing of, of my day. I remember Carter and all the presidents. But I've never seen anything the likes of what we're beholding with the administration of Donald. I've never seen anything like that. And it's going to take more than an African-American woman who was his surrogate, and God knows what else she
0: was, <laughs> Wow! to yeah, bring him well... down. Mm-hmm. So, so it's funny. So... Here okay I have so many thoughts but one of them is this So you have lived through 10 presidents <laughs> That's crazy. Let me see I've lived through let's see Nixon Carter Reagan <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying to do the math I think it's 6 maybe 7 <laughs> I could be wrong on yeah, that I think 7 but, yeah 7 I think 7 but here's the thing so you can see that we've never seen anything like this Nothing like I it. can see we've never seen anything like this but then you have those that call this man the most pro black president we've ever seen here's my question how can people who and all of these people that I've mentioned serve the same Jesus how do we all see so differently
1: I think you know what it is and it is, I think we see things as we are not not as they are and so um you know one one of the things and this is I, I'm gonna make this statement on um, Phil Munsey's is a friend of mine I call his name because he's, he's a public figure and um we were doing a, you know we did a, rec, a race reconciliation meeting at the church I had pastors coming on a Saturday morning um at my church in Montgomery and um my part of, of the entire thing was to get up and share some of the history and and when we got finished phil told me 80 percent of what i said historically about what happened with the black uh man in america he had never heard before phil is in his 60s he had never heard it before he had never heard the details of um he did not know um that uh, abraham lincoln had had um basically given 40 acres and a mule promised it to, to um, the freed men or the freed slaves and, and it was taken back from them he didn't he there's a lot of things he did um he didn't know about a lot of the rulings he didn't understand dred scott and jim crow these things he didn't he, he heard them but he didn't know what they were until i explained them and so um with that being said um, um i believe that we, we see through a certain lens people see through a certain lens and it's based on the knowledge of the information um your transformation really hinges on your information uh, and um, it's, it's impossible like we have these arguments with people right now that they see him as, as, as this great president they think some people saying he's the best president we've ever had. I'm thinking to myself what is wrong with you but they're seeing him as they are not as he is.
0: Stay tuned for more of today's teaching with Pastor Hart Ramsey imagine being filled with a peace so deep that the world around you can't touch it. Pastor Hart Ramsey is on a mission to help believers understand what it means to have a healthy, prayer-based relationship with God. He's doing that through his brand new book titled Seeking Answers, Finding Rest Through Prayer. Prayer at first was a struggle
1: because you know it it really takes faith to pray. You You have to trust that God is like a person,
0: He's a real person, and that He's the one that invented the concept of prayer. In this book, you'll learn how to ensure your relationship with God is based on a new and improved covenant, which dangerous prayer habits to avoid, and what to do when prayer doesn't yield the answers you want. It's time to trust God enough to make your prayer life truly about Him. Yes. Pick up your copy of Seeking Answers, Finding Rest Through Prayer from Heart Ramsey, available now at Amazon, iTunes, and wherever books are sold. And now word from our sponsor. Have you subscribed to Heart Ramsey's Uplift? It's his national text message service where daily you get to hear from the heart of God through the man of God, Heart Ramsey. There are now two ways for you to receive this regular encouragement. Via text message, simply text Uplift to 46786 and you'll receive this regular encouragement on Monday, Wednesday and Friday. To receive this encouragement on a daily basis, download the NCC Family app available in the app stores for Apple and Google Play. Uh-huh. Once again, to receive Hart Ramsey's Uplift via text message, simply text Uplift to 467 46786- and you'll be able to receive this encouragement on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. To receive Heart Ramsey's Uplift on a daily basis, simply download the free NCC Family app available in the app stores for iTunes and Google Play. That's it? Uplift your spirit, encourage your heart, and empower you all. Yo. Subscribe today to Heart Ramsey's Uplift.
1: I know you're going to dig this.
0: Now let's get back to today's teaching with Pastor Hart Ramsey. Yeah, so that that's really game changing, and and I believe that to be true. I remember, you know, when I was in Virginia Beach, same type of situation when we were talking Black Lives Matter and that type of thing. That people genuinely don't know; they don't know uh, what African Americans have been through in this country. They don't know the experience of people of color, um, and so that. Certainly is understandable for our Caucasian brothers and sisters, but, you know, what about those who share our hue who will make these kinds of statements and try to argue us down? You know, when they asked Omarosa, well, why did you stay in the White House when you knew everybody was lying? And all of a sudden she puts the black card on to say, well, I was the only person of color in this administration, so I felt the need to represent for us. And yet, you know, these kinds of crazy things are happening. So how is it that those people who share our experiences can see and say things from a completely different perspective?
1: Well, I think, again, it's based on information. Um, um, uh, Some people are seeing the race issue um, from from a, a perspective of privilege, even black people. How could it be so bad? Let me tell you something. I was I was raised in, in the Virgin Islands. My father was kind of well to do, and so when I when I moved to the ghetto, as a, as a um in my late teens, I had never seen anything like it. Even the ghetto in the Virgin Islands was nothing like what I saw in Liberty City, Miami. That was mm-hmm. horrible, and and it became my point of reference. So now I can I can relate to. Um, being disenfranchised and being so poor that you can't uh, afford many things, you have no opportunities. Um, the deck is literally stacked against you. I, I know I've been in that situation. A person like Alma I don't know where she came from, but she doesn't. Got, she doesn't give me the impression that she struggled. <laughs> right. You know she's well spoken. She's so so. Uh, I think they they think. And I want to say this: She didn't represent any black nothing. She she right, she,
0: right. she she
1: represented herself. Uh, and that's another that's a, a real or uh, that's a reality. There are a lot of people who are in this for themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um um, just like like I was talking about the gentleman that did not know the history. Uh, there are a lot of black people don't, that don't know the history. Ask them, ask them about the history of slavery in America and, and um uh, um all the things that happened up to this point, and they can't tell you anything about it because they don't know history right you know a lot of our arguments and even now i think what needs to happen with us is that the black people black people need to have a collective voice and that means we have to have a collective knowledge we need to know um what needs to be said It's one thing to complain about about the issue but when the door opens to present solutions we need to be ready right you know i think what happened you know i looked at let me let me go back a a minute to the pastor sitting at the table now the other week where everyone just went crazy um, mm-hmm. One of the things Someone said to me They argued with me They said "What When oh, when that pastor said That he's the most Pro-black president ever Why didn't anyone say anything I, I'm going to tell you Exactly what I, what happens In a situation like that Everyone was thinking You got to be crazy But no one wanted to say it Because mm-hmm. no one wanted To be inappropriate mm-hmm. And, and let's, let's be honest man uh, You don't go to a person's house And talk bad about him Even if in your mind You don't really like him True. I mean, it's, it's, it's standard or uh, what I call uh, courtesy. And, and, you know, I, I just believe I really believe that um, um, we need to get a have a collective voice and say these are the things we need and be prepared to speak up when opportunity presents itself. Amarosa was not there for black people. She was there for herself. And when she realized that she was nothing, they saw her as nothing but a loud mouth, obnoxious black woman. And she was actually put out and he did not stand up for her. That, that scorn feeling is where that book came from. Mm-hmm. And and I, I wanna say this, I wanna say this, and I believe, you asked me earlier and I'm gonna say it, I believe a lot of the stuff in the book is true, mm-hmm. but she doesn't have the credibility to pull off the takedown.
0: But what scares me about this is it can be truth, but because it's coming through a vessel we don't trust, right. we don't know whether to believe it or not you know and and that to me is where this gets scary but here's the other piece that gets scary and i'd like for you to, to talk about this what do we do about those who understand the advantage of the cause of the person of color and here's what i mean So at no point during this administration did we see Amorosa come into communities that are populated by people of color to try to build a bridge. We didn't see any particular point where she was, you know, standing up for us, as she claims. And yet when it's convenient. Right now i stayed in there because i'm a person of color and now you're mistreating me because i'm black and now he's a racist and i feel like we see in society more often than not it's only advantageous to take on our cause when somebody can you know benefit from it right why is that
1: to me that is the literal definition of of the a black card playing the race card Wow. To me, that's, and I say that because you only do it when, when it's convenient. Right. It, it's not, it's not, you know, or uh, uh, if you have, if you've been known uh, uh, and you have a track record for speaking out on issues that affect African-American people, then no one can tell you to play in the race card. And I hate that term race baiting. I mean, it has this, mm-hmm. it has a proper usage, but th- th- it's overused by people who are racists. And, right. And um, I think that in Amor- Amoroso's case, what's going to bode well for her is, is that a lot of the stuff that she's saying if it, if it is indeed true there are enough people out there who used to be friends that are now enemies who are going to verify and validate the true parts of what she's saying mm-hmm. because i just saw where um um manafort's lawyer just is walked out of court and basically they asked why didn't you put on a defense for him and he said this is america um you're innocent you're presumed innocent until proven guilty i don't i don't think the prosecution proved their case let me go on record of being one of the first to say that he's going to jail for a long time. <laughs> right.
0: Right. Good grief. Yeah, the stuff he he did or, or has been mentioned in this case has been absolutely crazy. It's been crazy. So let me ask this before we go. So do you think this book will sell? Uh
1: yeah. It's gonna do okay. its it's gonna do its numbers. Okay. Um it's gonna it's gonna do its numbers because There are people who, who who want to know There are people who want to own it. Uh, they they want to read the details. And listen, you know what? It's like uh, even the people that don't believe it, it's even even fiction, good fiction is still good reading. You know, and I don't. I, I think it's good. I think what you're gonna get in, in her book is a good is a uh, um it's a picture of the president from um, um, through the eyes of someone who looked up to him and felt wronged by him okay um i think you're going to see it through the eye i hate to use this term you you're going to see the president through the eyes of an opportunist
0: oh wow wow and
1: because a person is an opportunist does that mean they're not honest that's true you know an opportunist in most cases will say what they need to say when they think that they still um they're still in the position to get something from you mm-hmm. and uh um and then when they fall out of favor then you really you hear what they really think so i think we're getting a chance to hear what she really thought
0: (laughs) wow man man that's heavy that's heavy (laughs) that's very heavy so i'm curious guys if you decide to check out the new book from amarosa it's called unhinged let us know what you think about it and of course let us know what you think about today's session on social media use the hashtags Heart to heart, that's H-A-R-T, the number two, H-E-A-R-T, and the hashtag on course. Now do us a favor, we want to hear your thoughts, and we want you to share this podcast with your friends and your followers. So make sure that you are doing that as you can subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Play. And be sure to join us next time as we get on course with Heart Ramsey.